Hey, this is Ari, and you're listening to Dash Radio. Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Yep, it's that time again. Welcome into Daily Discovery. My name is DJ Hoppa. Happy to have Ari with me here in studio. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. Thank you for having I, I'm me. I'm liking this whole blue situation. My, I'm blue. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love Thank it. You. Pop of color here. Um, I was going through your Instagram and everything is black and white. That is, is that, true. That's, is that a... Uh, I, I, Obviously, know that that's a deliberate thing, but you're, you're also a photographer, or you've so dabbled I, with I photography. I love, love to take photos of uh, people I love in the way that I see them, just to mm. capture their essence, but right. um, no, not a photographer. Well, I mean, <laughs> but there's, the, I mean, you do a better job than most. Hey, thank you. I got here I'm every day. Saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, what, what drew you to photography? Really, uh, so... I think it's an incredible form of art, you oh. know, and um, capturing other artists and just people. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful way to um, to see the world and and and, Cap- and capture the world. Capture yeah. the world. Yeah, exactly. for sure, for sure. Well, you you're here to talk about another passion of yours, mm-hmm. uh, this music career of yours, and you've mm-hmm. got this single called "Baptize" that we're going to get into in just a little bit. Give us a little bit of a rundown with how everything started because I, I think i read that you started writing songs like professionally writing songs at the age of 16 mm-hmm. but i'm assuming that music entered your life way before that correct yeah. yeah so give me a little bit of that rundown where did that start for you um i mean i i've, I've been singing as far back as i can remember and the story kind of goes like you know kids sing in the house and uh Mom was always telling me, uh, you know, like, quiet. <laughs> and then one day, uh, my dad's like, listen to her, you know? And he, I mean, my dad loves music, and mm. he's really, um, he's not a musician himself. Well, now he's teaching himself guitar, which is very sweet. But, nice. Um, but, um, he, you know, he really nurtured that and, and was really supportive and, you know, educated me on all the greats. And, you know, uh, I used to be a dancer. And so on the way to and from, dan- you know, dance rehearsals, he'd be like, whipping out albums and and showing me all the people that I love and look to. What was some of the stuff that he was playing for you? I mean, Leonard Cohen, the Bee Gees, Nina Simone, nice. Al Jarreau. Do you know who Al Jarreau yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, just like a lot. Of, and then, you know, my, my father's Israeli. Both mm-hmm. of my parents are Israeli. And so a lot of Israeli artists that, um, you know, brilliant songwriters. And Hebrew was actually my first language. Um, even growing up here at home, that's what we spoke. And you grew up here in the I States. I grew up in L.A. Uh, but you've, you've lived also in Tel, uh, in Tel Aviv. Correct. Yeah. I lived in Tel Aviv a few years ago. Um, I was there one summer and uh, just didn't come back. <laughs> you, like, you meant to go just for a just trip? Just for vacation. I mean, I've been going since I was a kid. Right. But I was there and staying with my best friend and his roommate moved out. And he said to me, Oh, the only other person I can see filling this this apartment is you, and I was like, "I'll take the room." And wow! I stayed. Wow! And that was it, and I kind of just like <laughs> abandoned my life over here, which felt really damn good. Yeah, you know? I got I gotta say, I, I mean, I'm a bit envious of that decision that you had because I think like there's uh, so many times in which you know we live these somewhat calculated 
lives or you, you, you know, try to apply some strategy. Well, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And to like on a whim be like, nope. I'm moving to Tel Aviv. I mean, or I'm, I'm staying here. In yeah, Tel Aviv. that's incredible. I, I'm a big planner. I like to know what's coming up next, and then sometimes you just gotta throw that out the window and say, "Hey, <laughs> I'm just gonna roll with the punches." What were some of the highlights of living in Tel Aviv? I think that the way that they live their day to day is incredibly inspiring because mm. they're so there's a it's a very tumultuous energy. It's like living in a pressure cooker. There's constantly chaos. Right. You know, so so much so much going on in the Middle East, you know, and your heart goes out to them. But everybody lives so in the moment because hmm. they really don't know right. what, what's going to be coming at them. So I, I barely, I was never on my phone over there. And really? I, I had my, I lived on the ground floor and I would leave my sliding door open with my roommate and we'd just have like friends popping in all day long and like everybody's out in cafes. You'd think that nobody works. It's like, <laughs> it's incredible. It's just like, a, I mean... I was working and writing while I was over there, but I truly felt like I was on a two-year vacation. This is like L.A. I mean, I feel like nobody works here I in L.A. too, That is right? true. Yeah. You know, we're all artists. So. Um, but there is an incredible artist community as well that's in Tel Aviv. It's very true, yeah. yeah. Incredible yeah. artists. I mean, just there's such a, a hunger for... It's a very small, it's like a tiny fishbowl. Mm. So the way that they connect with the outside world is just like really diving into art and other cultures and I learned more about um, art from other countries living there than out here. Yeah, here we, we're really like focused on our artists and what, what happens here but um, unless you're like really studying art but over there they just have a hunger for like all artists everywhere. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, I find that to be so true like just I mean in general overseas versus here at home. Like I feel like there are so many other places around the world that are much more accepting of newer forms of art and and willing to dive a little bit deeper. I feel like a lot of times here, and, and not to, you know, not to paint with too broad of a of a brush here, but I feel like there's a lot of times here where we're just kind of like, eh, I don't know. That's uh, that goes deep into our narcissism, yeah. <laughs> our American narcissism. Yeah, true. No, true, really, we're sure. our heads are really far up our behinds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, the the only way to like remedy that is to to open yourself up to mm-hmm. to seeing that there's so much beauty, yeah. not just here. Yeah, yeah. The, talk to me now a little bit about sort of current day and this project that you you're working on right now, and what you're doing with music and this song, Baptize. Okay. Um, well, as you know, I'm a songwriter and I love to work with other artists mm-hmm. and and write for other people. Um, and I'd say about a year ago or a year and a half ago, a friend of mine who's an incredible songwriter and producer was out in London and staying at an Airbnb and there was like this old organ and he was just like making a beat and, <laughs> and he sent me the track. He said, you should write to this. And I did and I, and I felt so deeply connected to the song that it was very hard for me to like think of somebody else singing yeah, it. Yeah, you know? right, right. Not that anybody would want to sing it, I'm not that <laughs> egocentric, but... But I felt very connected to it, and sure. I felt like I wanted to sing it. And that kind of just started the, um, the project. And uh, so now I've been writing both you know, for my own project and for other people, and we'll be releasing singles for the next foreseeable future. Nice. The people want singles, I'll give them what they want. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's the world that we live in right now. You know, who right? wants an album? Yeah. Not, not, <laughs> yet, not yet, however. I, I mean, I have a belief that I think this is coming back around. I, I do. I just I feel like everything happens in cycles and I think the body of work will be something that people look to later. But yeah. 
but yes, absolutely. Right now, it's it's definitely a singles market. Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny because I, I have like such a storyline, and it's it's a, you know there is like a body of work that I want, and I will eventually release right. it as an album with uh, other surprises for you guys. But uh, not yet. Well, and that's the beauty <laughs> also of of releasing music in 2018, right? Is that you have the ability to you know, create something and put it out this way and exactly. then put it out that way. And you can sort of, you know, you have total control as yeah. an artist. Yeah. The amount of control that we have is really scary. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's definitely overwhelming. Sometimes it's, I know, it's like too many choices sometimes. Um, all right, well, I want to get into Baptize mm-hmm. and then I want to come back and I want to talk to you a little bit more about um, you as a songwriter. But give us a little bit more insight as to uh, what Baptize is about. Um, so, as you know, when I moved away, I, I was, you know, you go through a point uh, in your life, and this, this happened to me in my early 20s, where you realize that all your patterns are just a result of, you know, pains and traumas and all the, all the junk that you accumulate over your lifetime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, really, we all have uh, monsters in our head, you know, mm-hmm. and I was really afraid of them. I was so scared to be alone, you know, just because mm. you sit with your thoughts and uh, eventually, you just gotta uh, have dinner with your monsters <laughs> and figure out uh, how to incorporate them uh, in your life. And yeah, to, how to make them your friends. Yeah, make your monsters <laughs> your friends. You know, yeah. I've got a lot of monsters, but uh, <laughs> but this song is like a, a catharsis for me. It's like really just allowing that to be mm. to, to to dive into that and sit with your own stuff and and um, and heal from it and not let it destroy you mm. because you can so easily let your darkness destroy you and so this is like um you know it's, it's a song of trend you know transcending your darkness into light mm. and uh that's what it was for me i love it we're gonna play it right here right now on dash uh here it is a baptized ari is here with me here in studio do not go anywhere more with her in just a few Turns into white dough. I'm drunk on you. 
Lioness of God sitting right next to me. <laughs> Ari is here. You were telling me that uh, as that was playing that uh, that is what your name means in Hebrew. Yeah? Correct. Yeah, Ar- uh, Ariel means Lioness of God. What an incredible <laughs> like name. It's amazing. Um, I'm allergic to cats. So. Are you? Really? <laughs> I am. <laughs> the, the lion is a special sort of cat to begin with. Right. I don't know if. I don't know anybody that's allergic to lion. I mean, when I snuggle with lions, <laughs> terrible hives. Oh, man. Uh, you're also, you've got this other nickname, Witch of the West Coast, which is also your handle. Like, that's yeah, your that's handle Instagram on Instagram. Yeah. Well, I was so surprised that that wasn't, that somebody that didn't taken? have that. I know. It was crazy. Why Witch of the West Coast? Um, it's a funny story, actually. Uh, well, it's not that funny. It's just a story. I shouldn't lead with that. Because then if it's not funny, then you guys <laughs> right. think I have bad taste, which I don't. Right. Um, my, I had a, a nonprofit teaching uh, at-risk youth ballroom dancing. I used to be a ballroom oh, dancer. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. So I used to volunteer and, and teach them uh, ballroom dancing, <laughs> you know, like fourth, fifth graders. And one day um, I woke up and I had, had never dyed my hair before. And woke up one morning and thought, today I dye my hair white. <laughs> I went to the salon. I was there for like 10 hours. Wow. They dyed my hair white, just completely white. Destroyed my hair, which is why I'm, I'm rocking a bob. But um, <laughs> I went to the, I went, it was like the very next day and I went to the school. And one of the kids walks up to me with like so much sass. And he goes, teacher, you're a witch. <laughs> I was like, you're a little jerk. So. Right. Um, no, but I thought that was really funny. And then I thought, you know, the irony of like, especially we live in LA and there's there's like this new age movement of like, you know, <laughs> witch culture of mm-hmm. like crystals and, you know, without without much uh, knowledge of it. And some sure. people call themselves witch, so I just did it out of irony, I guess. Nice, <laughs> nice. I don't actually think I'm a witch. <laughs> you don't, or do you? <laughs> maybe, or maybe, you? maybe I'm tricking you right. and I've got spells on all of you. <laughs> Witches are crafty people, uh, I'm telling you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the song that we played was Baptized. This is your 
new single. Um, you talked also about uh, this project and you as a songwriter and spending a lot of time writing songs for other people mm-hmm. and then having you know been so connected to you know music that you were creating that you felt like no I've got to hold this for my own. It's always interesting when I talk to songwriters. You know, how do you know what's for you and what's for somebody else? Is there, like, what's the, I guess, where's the line for you? Or is it a gut feeling? Is it? You know, that is a brilliant question. And I wouldn't even know how to answer that because it's so case by case. Mm. Like, I'll have, I mean, when I write it, I try to write from a very personal place and from, you know, real experience. Um, and then some experience are ju- some experiences are just so, have, have had such an impact on me that, it, you know, you feel like, they're your, it's your song, right. you know. You've got like, you get a line in a song. You're like, oh, that's my story right there, <laughs> you know. And sometimes you can like release it. And, and mm. I've had songs where I'm like, you know, I've I've written with other people, and it's our baby. It's not mm-hmm. my baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll feel like I want to keep this song, but they want to sell it. So sure. you got to also make a decision with the other parent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, is that very difficult to do in those moments? No, because everybody I write with. Um, I'd like to think that they're all friends, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, all really talented, wonderful people. And, and if I really said I need the song, they'd be cool with, you know, letting me release it. Is it is it harder in some ways to write for other people as opposed to writing for you? When it's like inorganic, when it's like this person is looking for a song, mm. sometimes it's a challenge because you're like chasing their last single, right. you know, and, right. and then you're like... My, this is not honest anymore. This is just me like chasing a song, and that doesn't feel good. So when you release that and you think, I'm just going to write from a real place, and if they want it, great. If not, right. it can go to somebody else. And if right. not, then, you know, it's scrapped with the other hundreds of songs I've written that are garbage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Talk about that part of it, because I think that that's important, too. I know that there's a lot of people that are listening to this right now who are maybe, you know, just getting into songwriting or just getting into, you know, making beats or producing or whatnot. Talk a little bit about that concept of being able to, like, you're not going to hit a home run every time. <laughs> you the, right. the, it's not a... <laughs> Yeah, for the amount of good songs, or, or I mean, in my opinion, good songs I've written, there is an entire slew of like really bad songs I've written, and those are necessary, right? Like, I mean, yeah. every with each sort of bad song, I feel like you get closer to exactly the good songs. Yeah, you know? and it's all just like you never know. I mean, every single one of your favorite artists has songs that are complete trash. Yep, that's for sure. <laughs> you know that you may have not even heard. <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really just like a numbers game, I guess. Do you ever go back to some of the older stuff that you've written and like revisit, you know, when you're, you know, and, and maybe yeah. even like, it hasn't been an instance in which you've gone back and then, you know, been like, oh my God, what was I thinking there? But this one piece, there's something there that I can sort of work with. Yeah, there are songs that I've resurrected and changed mm-hmm. and like, you know, revisited. Um, but I feel like when I'm getting into the studio, I'm like after something fresh, fresh and new because yeah, it is yeah. like, you know, every, every day there's something going on. Mm. And so every day, I mean, songwriting is like the best therapy you never have to pay for. Yeah. So it's yeah, like true. every day it's like, oh, well, this happened yesterday. Let's uh, heal from it. Yeah. So. I feel like it would be really interesting to like almost like take all the take all the ones that are, you know, quote unquote 
trash or not so great, right? And I think it would be interesting to like create something where there was some sort of like exchange between songwriters because one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we call the album thing. a body of trash. <laughs> and they just kind of pass it along. Somebody's going to find something. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's actually yeah. not a bad idea. Well, I'll take it to the writer's it's, it's, room. It's, it's recycling. It's like the, the yeah. writer's recycling bin. I mean, it's go. true. There are some songs that I really hate that I've written that somebody else will hear and be like, wait, this is, I want to use this. Right, like, this is, take it. This is speaking to me <laughs> yeah. right now. I'm like, well, it's true. Yeah. One man's trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, talk to us a little bit more about what's coming up for you for the, the rest of the year. What are you focused on here? Um, just I'm in sessions every day. I'm heading after this to another one. So writing for both other people, for myself, um, music videos. Um, my partner's uh, going to be doing some shooting. So I'll be traveling with him and, and doing sessions where, where he's, he's, a, he's an actor. And nice. So Going out with him and anywhere in particular you're excited that you're traveling to? Um, yeah, we're heading to. I mean, it's great because I have um, sessions lined, lined up, up for both. Right? So um, I've never I've never been to Atlanta. I've never worked in Atlanta, so I'm excited to get into that community. Um, London, I have worked in. We're gonna head to London. I have um, a lot of my favorite writers out there too. Mm. Mm. In New York, you know. Right. So it's gonna be great. Great next few months. Exciting. Uh, have you only booked one way tickets, just in case? <laughs> Big Daddy's handled all that. Okay. All right, all right. No, I don't know. You might not ever come back. You <laughs> might be in another Tommy situation. Yeah. You know, I um, I haven't even booked anything right. yet because I also have to see what's going on with my sessions out here. So. Yeah. But, I love uh, it. Lots of work coming up. Lots of exciting stuff. I'm collaborating with some of my favorite dancers for the next music video. They're mm. incredibly talented. So it's exciting. Uh, doing any ballroom stuff still? Do you- uh, well, we'll have a little. Uh, I mean, my last music video, there was no ballroom, just yeah. uh, other stuff. But uh, in this next one, yeah, there will be some ballroom dancing, which will be fun because I haven't ballroom danced in years. I go salsa dancing for fun just to release in that way. Sure. Um, but uh, no, I haven't like, professionally danced in a very long time. And is that sort of like uh, riding a bike where you can just kind of get back into it? And even if you haven't danced in quite some time that like you know, you've, you're able to get right back into it and hit the floor and like do oh some, yeah, yeah totally i mean it's just complete brain is off right and it's all muscle lead memory and, it's all eat and follow and yeah. it's really just it's such an incredible way like i can't even tell you the music for, i mean i love latin music so mm. i just walk into it and i feel like i'm stepping to another world like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great nice nice yeah. uh well i want to thank you for being here thank you so much for having me i really enjoyed it talking to you absolutely everybody uh you can follow ari at which of the west coast that is uh, her handle on instagram uh keep tabs on what she's up to and what she's doing you can listen back to this interview as well on hopperworld.com i've got links back to all of ari's stuff as well and uh we usually like to end the show by saying this music is life and life is good everybody have a great one we'll see you tomorrow